Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. So today I'm talking about mother-daughter attachment, mother-daughter attachment and how they plays out in romantic relationships. So previously we've been told that mostly with a conversation around the kind of man, the kind of person a woman choose is usually connected to the father-daughter relationship. You know, daughters marry their fathers and... Um, daughters marry their fathers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and to some, some degree, that's true. But one of the relationships that we don't examine is the mother-daughter relationship and how that carries out in terms of patterns and the pattern that we carry on, that women often carry on in relationships with their, with their, husband, with their husbands, with their partners, with the people that they choose, right? And so it's important to pay attention to that. So can a daughter have... A different attachment pattern with her mother than she has with her father absolutely so we're, mother is the primary attachment figure if mother stays around if mother does the work of attachment if she if she's the main caregiver and she puts the work in to connect then mother becomes the primary attachment figure if mother wasn't the primary attachment figure and father was then secure attachment or the, the the primary attachment pattern will be with father. Now, say mother is or mother left, mother left home, mother left you with auntie and grandma, and those weren't secure attachment. There'll always be this broken relationship with with um you, uh, the mother and daughter, if that work is not done to heal that relationship. If there is if there is a relationship pattern that exists that is that is that is void of emotional availability and void of um, love and warmth and safety, then that's a, that pattern sometimes is carried out in the romantic relationship only because it's the, we often go for patterns. We might want emotional availability. We might want safety and love and connection, but because we're used to harshness and judgment and criticism and and feeling less than and unworthy then when you meet somebody that does that th then that's what you gravitate to now that might sound like well am i i'm an adult i'm making decisions i'm not doing that but here's how it here's how pattern plays out because you the person that you meet might in the beginning initially indicate that they could meet your needs and they might not say, they won't say it through words but the way they, they the way they present might lull you into a false sense of security like this person this person can meet my needs this person is going to be there for me this person loves me and then very quickly it will change into the similar kind of love that you're used to with your mother it might be i'll give you some things but I'm going to require something from you. It might be projection and lots of blame. It might be um, criticism and judgment and a tearing down of your worth and your self-esteem. Now, the, here's how the pattern comes in. Because you've done the work of, you really desire this from your mom, the work that you want to do with her, you start to do with this person. So your whole energies is going to be expended on trying to prove that you are lovable, that you're kind, that you're valuable, valuable, 
that love me, um, be with me, um, talk to me, why do you do this? Um, when they say, well, I wouldn't be this if you weren't that, then that, and that more effort is put into change in order because you think change in you will change in this person. And so that's why it's really important to examine why do I do what I do? Why am I in a relationship with somebody who can't love me, who clearly demonstrate over and over a, an unwillingness and an inability to love me in a way that is honoring to me as a person, as a human being? And for, for you to discover what does, what does love look like or what should it be? Because, you know, this isn't it. And sometimes when you're in the thick of it, you won't always know how to ask yourself those questions. But when people reflect it back to you, please do it. You know, when you see what love looks like in the movies, and I know the movies aren't real life, but there's sometimes they're a, they're a reflection of real life. When, what does it say in the books? And when you're watching people around you from afar or what do you see reflected back? And if that's not what you're getting back and the, 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 what you're getting back doesn't make you feel safe and it doesn't make you feel um, accepted and appreciated and valued, then you know that that's not safe love. That's not secure love. That's not what security looks like and feels like. If it feels like, if you feel with your partner the same way you feel with your mother and your mother and your relationship is not safe and it's not secure, then that's a really good indicator again that this pattern is happening again, that this is carrying on. So, and, and this is where I like to speak to Christian women because sometimes we say we're forgiven and you may have forgiven and that's really good, but it's even if you're forgiven, you really still need to look at the patterns. You really still need to look at some of the ways that relationship with your mother has impacted you, your choices, your way of seeing the world, the way of seeing yourself, the things you settle for in relationships, the things people are allowed to do to you. And sometimes this is not only in romantic relationships, but also in friendships. It really is important to, to examine that and to see where the disparities are, to see where the gaps are, to see how this has, this is impacting you and the things that it's making you do in your life, the patterns that it's causing you to repeat in your life. So oftentimes the mother-daughter relationship is not looked at in its depth um, just to see when it's not, when it's not secure, what it, how it influences your choices for the rest of your life. And sometimes when we have grown up, we think that my mother and I have a good relationship now. And I always ask women to think, well, when did it change? Was it always good? Or was there a time when it wasn't? What can you remember from your earliest years? What would your 10-year-old and 11-year-old self say about your relationship with your mother? Because that relationship that she had with you, five, six, seven, eight, all the way up, is impacting your choices and your decision-making, even if the relationship is good now. The way that's changed is through conscious thought, conscious thought and much effort. So your relationship with her might be secure now, or you might have an adult relationship. That means that you can have adult conversations or, but sometimes there's an area that she refuses to talk about. She might not want to ever talk about the damage that she caused early in life. She might shut it down with, so you're thinking I'm a bad mother or with tears or with whatever. So though you might learn how to have a relationship with her now, again, answer the question for your 11-year-old self. 
what what would she say what would your 11 year old self say what would your 10 year old self say what would the 15 year old say what did the teenage say did was she know did she know she was loved did she feel secure in that knowledge did that knowledge empower her and give her a good sense of self what did that information do for her and think about that sit sit with your 11 year old self and 10 year old self and answer those questions and if those questions can be answered yes then fine you had connection if those questions are answered honestly, no, then you really need to look at where else am I repeating this pattern? Where else am I allowing this to happen? Where else did I unconsciously carry this on and I need to step back, make some changes so that I can learn how to have safe, secure relationships? It's really is a worthy question for you to answer because if you notice that you have a habit or a pattern of harmful relationships and romantic relationships, the root could be the mother-daughter relationship. Give it, a, the, give it a go. Have a look at it. See where it's showing up. And if you can identify where it's showing up, you might need some help to break those patterns. Get the help that you'll need to break the patterns. Because you can do it. You're worthy. You deserve happy, secure relationships. And you can have it. Thank you for joining me in Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.